Like a trash phoenix from a dumpster fire, we rise from the ashes of Dan's stinky basement. Welcome to the Movie Cellar 2.0. Where we still have a VHS collection, an internet connection, and uninformed opinions. We're brought to you by the gods of the show. The Elite Army, Crypto Keepers, and Jack Thorne. And now, your feature presentation. start here uh hi i'm dan <laughs> i'm george chris and we're joined by our good friend and and the dude who runs the amazing podcast network that we're on now ah huh? i don't really run it but you run it man it's no, your shit not really who are you trev allen the struggling artist the struggling artist also the guy who at the beginning of the show goes the movie seller 2.0. I say welcome to the movie seller. You do. You do. Can All I right. ask you something about that? What? Did you like did you take all that audio everyone gave you and like recorded it onto like a cassette tape <laughs> and then took a, a tin can with a string from the cassette tape? To the microphone <laughs> to put it into the stuff because you like have I a camera in my basement watching me, me record shit. Let me tell you <laughs> no, but I know audio. Let me tell you something, my friend. I Dumb. I Dumb. Re- recorded that. I edited it. I even fucking <laughs> I put it through like like a mastering program. Yeah. I'm like this sounds awesome. And then when I when I heard it for the <laughs> first time, I thought talk about this, and I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, well, you should have known better, Trev. It's like don't you don't even know me. It's the aesthetic. I get it. It's all about the aesthetic. It's all. That's why we do it. Not because I'm lazy and don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Definitely not a competence issue. It is intended. Not at all. Not at all. George is over here helping me all the time trying to cut this audio to make it sound retro. So. Sounds like you need a producer, Dan. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, what's your deal? Are you back for good? Yeah, I'm back for good, but I ain't doing shit. He's I just show up. In for a pound, baby. I just show up and play. Yeah, you know he's like, you know, I my <laughs> thought is this: if it gets bad enough, Chris will like the audio file in him will eventually be like, just let me fucking do it. <laughs> and if it the never happens, me, the intro drives me fucking nuts. But I'm if not it doing never it. happens, <laughs> uh, I. Whatever, but who, who's the who's the one towards the end that I don't I don't know who who it is. Uh, I don't know what what part does he do. I don't know. Maybe the who does the last part. That's Ben from Geek Exploration. Nope. All right, before Ben, oh. the one that says Jack Thorne, I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a dude named. I don't think he wants me to share his last name. His name's Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from the Dopey Nation, and um, Dave, the host of the Dopey podcast, has had him on Dopey several times to read like poetry and stuff because he has this great like I don't know. 
He has this great accent and great voice. Well, you, you can't really tell thought, with, with your audio that you yeah. have. But. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I thought that was like one of the Alita, that Matt's guy that we talked from Alita Army. No, nah, man, he's got a much more... I couldn't uh, remember. I mean, they're I, I guess they're both Australian, so I could <clears throat> get them confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I didn't bring you on our show, Trev. So that you could talk shit about my intro, all right? I'm very proud of that intro. I am too, Dan. And you know what? I no amount of shit that I can talk. <laughs> it, your podcast speaks for itself. You guys have good numbers. You guys have plenty of interactions with 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 people on social media. Like I'm I'm more jealous than anything. Dude, you know what the difference is? We do easy shit. Like everyone has opinions about movies. We do very mainstream movies. We do very popular things. It's really easy to get interactions. People want to share their opinions about, like, you know, The Shining and Star Wars and shit. Like, you're doing stuff off the beaten path. You're doing, like, indie rockers. Like, that's harder. That's a harder thing to get traction on. I mean, we have numbers now. Like, yeah, but, like... shit on my podcast. Well, like. okay. Okay. Here I am. Try... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to validate you, you fucking. This is my favorite episode and so far. <laughs> like, you're like, whoa, whoa, you missed whoa, me, George. Haven't you? I, I did, yes. <clears throat> but you could put up a poll with four of the bands that you've had on your show, and unfortunately, the reality is that like most people on it on Twitter are not going to know who those bands are. All right, you want you want to you want to sneak behind a sneak peek behind the curtain real quick? Yes. Yeah, so always. We were, we were gonna do so much like how you guys did like the Sweet Sixteen thing. Mm-hmm. We were gonna do something like that with bands that we that we had had on, and and uh and the idea behind it was like just to get people to interact, right? Right. To ha- like hopefully the bands will share the stuff that way their fans will come and interact, maybe learn about the podcast. But then I I was talking to somebody who who's a musician, and he's like, yeah, that I don't know about that. I said. Well, tell me, because I don't want to do something that's going to, you know, that people aren't going to be on board with. Right. And yep. and basically what he had said was like, like this kind of thing doesn't work with with like a, like a like a music community and stuff like that, because like the competition thing is this is based off of popularity. Right. And he's like, not not talent. He's like, so like some and, and he was and he was like some, you know, he's like I, not to sound like a dickhead. He goes, but I put a lot of lot of heart and soul into my music and i wouldn't want to put it to something like this where just because another band has more people friends and yes. stuff so yeah. i was like you know what and i and uh talked it over with, with my producer chris i have my own producer chris by the way and you, mean, uh, you have your you have a producer chris i don't have a producer well, chris. Yeah. <laughs> you just have chris yeah exactly <laughs> and uh and, and we and we both agreed like yeah all right maybe doing like a like a march madness thing wasn't the best you know well for... dude you know I, that totally makes sense like the 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 stuff like this is all very personal to these people this is their yeah. music right but like you could do like a punk rock thing like with why does that always it doesn't always have to be punk rock dan well whatever match fuck's sake you fucking guy all right whatever it is i've missed you dan okay (laughs) i've missed you whatever you want it to be you could do like a tournament of like popular music it doesn't have i don't know i i think we got to just go something completely different and uh we're working on it hey i mean we're doing okay 
You know, we're, we got yeah. nominated for a fucking award. I've never been. We've never been nominated for any awards. I didn't uh, know there I was awards. I, <laughs> there are podcaster awards, man. That's a the, real deal thing. So. Yeah, but like, yeah, but that that's like a real deal thing. Like we don't go in for that. Like no, I, no, no, no. We're, we're here. Tre- Trev, tell us about tell us about what you're in for right now. All right, so there is something that happens out this way, and it's called the Boston Music Awards, and it goes for you know everything from bands to recording studios, and at the very bottom of the list there there's music <laughs> podcasts slash radio uh, uh, radio shows. And somehow we made it to the list. We needed 10 people, Sweet. 10 of the 400 people who were on the, the committee to put us on the ballot. And apparently at least 10 people did it because we made it. Um, I'm, about to vote. I'm about to vote for you so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so we're on. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, Dan, I want you to use your clout to get people to vote. For the podcast. I've re I've reshared your shit, man. I've reshared it. I I definitely voted. I told people to vote, but like I feel like you've mentioned the name of your show, but like maybe offhand. So like let's just do that real quick, just to be real clear. What what the what the the thing is that they're voting in, and then what the name of your show is that they need All to right, vote yeah. for. So so my my podcast is called the Struggling Artist Podcast. Yep. Um, and, and for some reason it made it on the ballot as the struggling artist podcast with Trev Allen. There you go. That's okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and this is for the Boston music awards. Um, if you go to bostonmusicawards.com and then go to the voting thing and, or the nominees you have until, I don't know, November 30th, I think to vote. Yeah. So about a month from when this episode drops. Yeah. So, so you yeah. Time. So you got time to go vote. If and, and I'd appreciate. It. I we I we don't expect to win. Um. Uh, 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 my my dear friend uh, told me one time who's a musician he, and he said sometimes being on the flyer is all that matters. That's right, man. So, That's right. You know, um, Listen. There's a, there's some big names like people I look up to, people I've been listening to on the radio since I was a kid. You know you know what I mean on this yeah. list. So I was like, holy shit, we how how did we get there, you know. You know how you got there. You got ten, at least ten of the four hundred people nominated you. So right. that's legit, man. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure to reshare that uh, when this episode drops. And just like if you're going out there to vote and you're feeling like overwhelmed with all the different categories, you don't have just, to vote in all the categories. I just did Trev can, just right now. Did it work for just, just the one? Yeah. What? Just oh, cool, yep. cool. I didn't know if it, I didn't know if it. Uh, I thought I, I I think I don't know. I thought you had a vote. I just for at least voted. I just voted for just Trev, and that's the only thing I filled in. And it worked. Yeah, cool. yeah. Awesome. You can vote for as few or as many of the different categories as you want, but you can vote for just the podcasting one and uh, get get Trev this win. Now my producer will be happy that I came on another podcast and plugged this because, like, I thought that was the whole reason you came on, didn't you? Yeah. Tell me? <laughs> you don't. You don't hear it. Like, I don't think an episode talks about it until after halloween (laughs) about us being on there so uh. well you'll they'll hear it on here before halloween this is our halloween episode by the way yeah happy halloweeny so all right let me just let me just clear the air a little bit here if anyone's listening and they're like oh this is so weird i don't like change why are things different from usual where is where's zach what's what's up I'm going to ask you where the fuck is Zach. So here's the deal. 
Zach had an emergency come up. He had to go pick somebody up whose car had broken down um, because in his eternal kindness, he said he put he put somebody else's well-being ahead of ahead of being on the show. Although he really wanted to be on the show with you, Trev. Um, He was very excited about it and very disappointed not to be here. Not that excited. Well, I mean, (laughs) gods are busy people, man. Yes. Well, that's true. So here's the other thing. Trev, we invited Trev on. This is like to do a, a Halloween-ish type special. So, you know, the right, standard not format. not 1981. No, this is not our 1981 show, which you'll already know because it will be in the title of the episode. But, um, but, yeah, so if you're new to the show or new to the reboot of the show, we picked squads of five movies each. We draft them in a snake draft format. And then we put it out to social media for you guys to vote on. Uh, the polls stay up from Friday to Sunday of the week that the episode drops. So if you're listening to this, the week uh, Halloween weekend 2022, then go fucking hit us up on social media at The Movie Seller on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and vote for whoever squad is the best. This episode, instead of going to 1981, which would be the next uh, year after 1980, last time I checked, um, we're instead going to do a uh, horror movie special. So these, all the picks for this episode are going to be horror films. Uh, so I haven't asked you guys about this yet, but we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, here's the deal, because originally I was going to do a four-way poll between the four of us, George, Chris, Zach, and myself, and then whoever won was going to go up against you, Trev. But because Zach is not here, uh, essentially, you're going to vote in his stead. And however and however, um, however the votes land for you, they're going to go into his season tally. Whoa, hold yeah. on. <laughs> I'm just fucking pinch hitting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was going to enter me into the fucking draft, man. I thought I was going to be part of the team here. Well, uh, I mean, that's why I'm saying that's why I'm putting this out there, uh, because we don't have to do it that way. I mean, it'd be great for me because the reality is, is that Zach has passed me in the standings. If he is, if he is not in this episode and you don't and you don't draft for him. <laughs> Then he's getting zero votes this I episode. I think Zach gets a goose egg. I think it's a I think it's a bye week. I think it's a bye week for Zach. Okay. I think I think I should be able to enter this draft. Okay. And if I win, I should be invited back. Trev, you're I think invited, you be back invited back no matter what. Dude, you can become part of, we'll make what this are you a doing five in two man weeks? Crew. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks from today, what are you doing? Uh working. Probably. About nine thirty. Yeah, about this time. Uh, actually, two weeks. Two weeks. I'll be. I'll be. Uh, I'll be off. Well, there you go, man. Listen, so if I if I win, I'm I'm coming back. How about that? Okay. Can we do that? You got a yeah. you got a bit of an uphill battle, but I think that you could pass George in probably a couple weeks. Quite frankly, yeah, would it take top. him a couple weeks? I don't know if it would. Take let him me a couple tell you. Weeks. Let me tell you about my fantasy football. Um, oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Chris loves fantasy. I don't draft my own team, and I don't look at my I don't look at my team until like week seven. Okay. So that's I, a great strategy. And I and I've won I've won in that league four times. <laughs> well, there nuts. you go. 
George, I think we've had people. Uh, so the league that I used to run from work, we had, I think two years, our winners auto drafted, right? Um, I know the first year it was Tom that won, right? And yeah, he, he auto drafted. He went, he didn't Netflix. even watch football. He just went purely by numbers as a non-football person. And Chris, ended what up, are you drinking? He beat me, right? Yeah. Shipyard export. The main beer. Oh, nice. You're not drinking pumpkin head, man? Who fucking pumpkin fucking... No. <laughs> what about What's their main beer? Is it a lager? lager? What is it, a lager? It's uh, just a pale ale. Oh, a pale ale. Yeah. All right, Chris, a real, a real quick, what's worse, all right? Fantasy football or pumpkin head? Fantasy football. <laughs> like pumpkin head, the, the movie? No, the no head, uh, shipyard, shipyard make makes a pumpkin a, head beer. That could be on someone's list. It could. Hey, man, I wasn't talking about the movie. I forgot about that movie, to be honest. That movie's crazy. Um. All right. So, anyway, Trev, obviously, come back anytime. Come back every week from now on out. You can be the fifth host of the show, man. I got no problem with that. And maybe between you and Dude, Chris, somebody will fix movie, our intro. The movie seller needs a producer, Trev. No, I'm already producing. <laughs> Trev doesn't even produce his own show. Yes, I do. I thought well, you said you have a producer. Well, I, I edit my own show. Co-produce. I don't produce it. I, I am a producer on the Get Punk podcast. You edit your show? Well, yeah, I got to put an intro in it and stuff. I know. That's very impressive. I'm always, Your show sounds so professional. Yeah, I know. And yours doesn't. But. <laughs> and that's fine. No, no. Fact. That's fine. Right. I, yeah. It just like I said before, it just I'm like, I'm just get so jealous because of all the interactions you get like. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. you come up with these ideas. You come up with these ideas like, hey, let's do a fantasy draft and let <laughs> and let everyone on social media vote. And I'm like, God damn it. He comes up with the fucking best <laughs> ideas. Dan I remember I was podcasting with you one wins. time. Dude, I podcast with Dan one time. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like laying on his couch. He's got a quilt. Over <laughs> and he's got this microphone. He's like. What's up, man? Like, <laughs> I'm like, how, how you you are you are the you are the definition of punk rock in the podcasting world. Yeah, I baby. You do what the fuck you want, and you're like, whatever, and everybody loves you for it. Well, I don't know about everybody loves me, but I think that episode that you're talking about was when we were promoting Trash Bash, which is probably the greatest thing I've ever creatively done. So, I, you know, we had to work on your promotion of it, though. What? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, and honestly, I say it's the greatest thing creatively I've ever done. And all I did was just get a bunch of people to do shit for me. So <laughs> those are the best managers, the ones that find the people that help make them shine. That's right, man. That's right. Oh. Um. So. All right. Let's get to it, guys. Uh, we're going to enter Trev into the draft. I'm sorry, Zach. This is the way it's going to go down. You're getting a goose egg this week. Boom. Not just to my benefit. I was the one who proposed doing it differently. So keep just have that in the record. All right. Uh, Trev's Trev's entering. Trev's entering the draft. So um, we normally have two flex spots and we pick three at random from our spinny wheel. But because there were five of us and there were five spots, Thought, why don't we each pick? And it was like a Halloween special. And it's the Halloween special. Thought, why don't we each pick some kind of 
category of of horror and then of those five we'll have to fill in those five categories so um uh yeah so the five categories i'll i'll say mine and you guys can say yours and if you want to defend it or whatever um i i picked pre-1960 because i feel like 1960 was like a real turning point in horror with psycho's release and so um everything prior to that has a very like old school vibe so i thought it would be fun to bring something like that in um zach's pick was slashers and his i rash- picked it for him his rationale was that chris told him he should do it and he did so <laughs> all right chris what was your category I chose a zombie. Now I zombie films. I only chose it because I didn't know what the fuck we're doing. I figured oh, okay. you just. I thought you just asked like. What You've had some ideas weeks to figure this shit out, Chris. Dude, I just did the movies tonight. So <laughs> when you when you asked the question in the group chat, I just thought you were looking for like input on uh, the categories that we could use. I didn't realize I was picking a category for myself. So for everyone, doesn't matter. Well, I know, but I didn't realize I was going to have to defend or talk about it. So, Well, it's a good category. Obviously, anyone who listens to it. Wait, wait. Did I do this wrong? I picked movies in every one of these categories. Yeah, yeah. You did it right, Jeff. Yeah, you got it. Uh, George, what was your category? I picked ghosts, right? Ghosts. And I, like, immediately regret it. (laughs) Trev and I made the same joke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the the, the Allen boys. (laughs) Yes. Quality humor right there. Uh, sorry, George. Tell us more about Ghost. Uh, well, I picked Ghost and I immediately was like, oh shit, I wanted to pick like psychological horrors. And then I was like, but I already said ghosts. And Again, two whatever. weeks. You definitely could have. No, no, no. Cause, it cause at any point I, in time. No, I wouldn't have changed it because some, you know, maybe you guys were like looking it up. I didn't want to ruin your work. Okay. Okay. Just dealt with it. Well, it was a fun category. It was maybe the most fun one, I thought, for picking. Um, all right, Trev, what was yours? Uh, found footage. Yeah. Dude, you're an asshole. Yeah. Tell us about, <laughs> tell us about the thought process there, Trev. Wait, hold on. I, I'm trying to find our chat about it. Yeah, that uh, was good. I like all right. that. You said, uh, I, I, uh, all right. Uh, so just horror stuff. Exactly. I said, I got nothing. You got, oh, you asked me what category I told yeah. you. I, I said you had my proxies and you right. said, what's your favorite subgenre? I said, no idea. You know what it isn't? Found footage. And then I wrote, maybe that should be it. And you were like, I think so. I'm like, yes. all right. So found footage because it's probably the worst one ever. It's well, let's talk. Why is it the worst one ever though? Just like okay, well, for me personally, there's like four of them that I've seen. Okay. So that so it's like I think I think for me it's not my favorite because it's overdone and it's so it's so saturated. And I think that after after like basically the Blair Witch Project, you really had to think outside of the box to make a good one. But yeah. there are some good ones out there, and I have a list for them. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, found footage is interesting because like it became a genre when like I can't think of any other camera style shooting that became a genre. You know. Yeah. Um, so like if you use found footage as like a style to film your movie and think of it that way, as opposed to like, oh, we want to make this a found footage movie. 
I think oh that, you, could, you could say like Fox documentary, right? Would that be the same? Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, there's a lot of different angles. I don't want to get too far into it because I don't want to like give away certain movies. But like, I think when we do start drafting, I have some like questions as far as like how to strictly define found footage. But because uh, there's definitely some different types. Yes. But uh, but yeah. So those are the five categories. Um, just to run them down really quickly again: pre 1960 slasher, zombies, ghosts, and found footage. So we each have (laughs) ghosts. Every time someone says ghosts, we have to go (laughs) ghosts. (laughs) Um, So we have to build a squad of horror movies with each of those five categories in it. So there are no flex spots. But when George and I were talking about it earlier, he's like, there's no flex. And I was like, no, there's no flex. One, because I've already built the template to fit the five movies into, and I didn't want to rework it. <laughs> I don't blame you. And two, when I tried to come up with a real excuse as to why, other than just my laziness, it's like th- those categories are so broad that like they're essentially all flex in themselves. Like yes. you could do a squad of five. Like we could do an episode on each of those five. Absolutely. And you could, you could like intertwine some of these, like they could be any one of these. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think most horror movies that you could think of would probably, you'd probably be able to fit into one of these categories. Maybe not all. man. Yeah. So many that I wouldn't put in here. Well, like what, what George, what are you thinking of? Uh, like vampire movies, like vampire movies. Okay. What if the vampire vampire movie came out before 1960? Right. Well then, also, I guess that one works. Vampires are dead, aren't they? So zombies? That doesn't that doesn't make them <laughs> zombies. What about Thirty Days of Night? Are those zombies? No, those are vampires. Those are vampires. Okay, okay. Uh, what? Well, The Strain isn't a movie; it's a book and a show. But those were kind of zombie-ish vampires. There's a lot of crossing between the zombie and vampire genres. I'm reading a book right now that's like that. It's like Hive Mind zombies slash vampires but anyway we're this is not the point uh the point i really thought you picked zombies (laughs) i know well i know you would have thought that but it wasn't me it wasn't me i tried not to go for the low-hanging fruit so um here's the deal though like we're really putting together i know there's only four faces on mount rushmore but these are like Mount Rushmore squads. Like these are not like you don't know that until you hear what I pick. No, that's true. But I guess what I'd say, George, is like if you don't have a Mount Rushmore squad, like there, you know. I feel like nineteen pre nineteen sixty can be cut off the mountain. Really? That was my favorite one. But that's I mean, what it's all built on, man. Okay, here. So if we had to cut one off the mountain, you're gonna cut that before found footage. Yeah. Really? You're an asshole. Well, no, well, welcome to the 21st first. century. Welcome yeah, but that's like that's the bedrock <laughs> that it's all built on, it don't man. Matter. It don't matter. <laughs> Listen, if anybody's interested, we have a great episode on King Kong. Maybe one of the best episodes we ever recorded, and it was during our first season. And that's because so, I was there. Yeah. Chris, you loved it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Such a good movie. Oh. And then remember for the Halloween that year, I did all 
like Bela yes. Lugosi movies yes. and yes. stuff like that. I remember. I you was got a no fan love for the... that stuff, Trev? No, I do. I do. Okay. Okay. But less than found footage? Chris, no, what are you getting I'm into? just saying, if we're talking about... All my horror more, more, tapes, more people are going to pick found footage over pre, pre-1960. No way. When I'm we're t- talking about Rushmore's, come on, yeah, man. I'm telling you. I am telling Mount you. Mount Rushmore's are old dudes. Like... True yeah, that, and that we and they, be the number one listen, thing on there. Listen, we live we live in we live in the modern times. I'm the just saying. But George Washington is still Taylor fucking Lugosi. important. He's a you don't have respect man. for the, you don't have respect for this movie. George, George Washington was a slave owner. Um, <laughs> dra- yeah, I do. Of course, I do. It's on my list. I'm gonna say it before you. Chris is holding <laughs> up the Bela Lugosi Dracula, by the way. I have so um, many horror movies down there. Really I'm not saying stuff. for me, but I, I am I am playing the devil's advocate here. I am right, okay. Play, how about this? The audience. That works. Devil's Advocate is a great movie, but um, ah, that's beside the point. It's a good movie. Okay. <laughs> Are there theme parks based around the based around found footage films? Yes. No, there are not. Yes. The Blair. The, the Blair Witch Park. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are there like Universal has a whole area uh, dedicated to Universal monsters. Yeah, because they made all those movies. Yeah, because they're legendary. Oh, Universal's made a lot of movies. I'm not saying the they're theme. not legendary. I'm saying they're legendary movies. That's- I'm saying on a modern day, on a modern day, Rush Mount Rushmore, they're not making the cut over. And we're, and we're not even talking about the characters, right? We're, we're talking about the genre. <laughs> the genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> there no, there's, no ki- there's no kids outside of some film student who's watching anything before 1960. There's a, there's well, a, if they're a film student, they should definitely be watching shit before 1960. Outside of film students, there's no... Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, so... Okay, so... All right, well, listen, if anyone has an opinion, especially if that opinion supports my opinion, then... Uh, Um, of course, Dan's internet is all fucking. Yeah, funky. yeah. You just Wait. you just got choppy, Dan. Oh well, I couldn't hear it, so the audio should be good. Right, you're <laughs> recording, so That's, it's okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so here's the deal. Since this is gonna be a right, re- this is going to go right into our regular season. So I have to give our current regular season standings. All right. Um, I'll just run through it really quick because it's super boring. But there are a few changes. So first of all. For 1980, um, Zach won with, uh, he won uh, across all three. No, he didn't win all three platforms. Actually, Chris, you won Twitter, but Zach won Instagram and Facebook. Um, So Zach is now in first place in the standings. He's won two weeks, lost one, um, and him and I are tied for total points. Um, I am now moved into second place uh, because I've lo- I've won one and lost two. Uh, Chris, you've moved up into third, even that though you lost. Hard. Even though you lost this week, you outscored George significantly. You even outscored me this week. Um, How'd you lose? He lost because he lost to Zach. So Zach won this week. Chris, I voted for you. Hey, thanks, bud. Appreciate that. I voted for Dan's too, I think. I voted for Zach. 
Yeah. Imagine that. Good job, Chris. <laughs> Zach doesn't need any help. I think I might have also voted for Zach. I think Zach has. I think Zach has potential to win this week without even putting up a squad. Quite frankly, <laughs> so <laughs> he's rigging the system, man. I didn't say he was gonna drop ten G's. Well, I don't know about all that. I, that's not how he's getting votes. He's just getting votes because he has a ton of Facebook friends. We're getting so much traction on Facebook. They'll, so when I posted the last poll, I got this notification like the next day saying like, this post has gotten more. Uh, interactions than 99% of the post. What have you done differently? And I'm like, well, Zach promoted it. So, <laughs> did he pay for to promote it? No, no. Uh, no I just gonna... got a whole crew of people that come in and vote for him. Since you're going um, over shit, I know already. I'm gonna go take a leak. Okay. <laughs> okay. I so, so bad. Chris is gonna go take a leak. It's probably better that he go now because it's gonna be a while before we're done. But um, yeah. So Chris has moved into third, and George, uh, you're sitting at the bottom in fourth. I'm gonna uh, leave a leak too, right back. Okay. I'm not. I'm not in the bottom. Trev's in the bottom. He has. Well, now Trev's in the yet. bottom. Now Trev's in the bottom. See, Trev coming in is good, just all the way around. It's good for me because he won't be taking Zach's place. So Zach will get an L this week, and it's good for you, because now you're not in last place anymore. Till next week. Yeah, I think <laughs> it will. I'm guessing it will take him more than a week to overtake you, but we'll see. How many points do I have so far? Like 15. Uh, you have a total of two, 18 points. Sweet. Yeah. Oh. You know, I I thought I had done better than that on my picks, but you did good on your picks, man. But you gotta be, you gotta go out and promote them like a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, you know, it might make it more fun for everybody if you did that. If he do what? If he would actually try to go out and and like promote his picks. I'm gonna promote the shit out of mine. Good, because you're gonna need. I'm so, calling out horror Twitter because my picks, as long as I get all my picks, these are like, like, yeah, but that's <laughs> the, the gatekeepers thing. of horror Chris movies are going to be like, fuck with people. No, so, he's just going to take your stuff. No. So here's the thing. I decided going into this and I'm all fucking done trying to win. I'm going to pick what I like as long as it's available. Yeah. This whole competition that, bullshit. I, th- I feel like that's, I, that's the way to go, Chris, to pick what you like and see where it sticks. Because fuck it. Fuck yeah. Dan. What do you mean, Dan? What are you saying, Dan? For what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Fucking rigged goddamn Chris, game we're playing. This do you think I've been game? doing the podcast? I've been just George, and now you're just Chris. Isn't it so great? <laughs> yeah, so great. freeing. I love, I love it. Fuck Dan. All right. So here's the deal, uh, Trev. <laughs> oh, since, you're, since you're new, <laughs> since you're new to the to the squad. You're uh, you're in last place, which means that you get um, the first pick in the draft. Can I trade uh, out? What's that? Can I trade? Can I trade spots? Uh, yeah, we can talk about. Hey, that. you said we weren't allowed to do that last time. Yeah. Well, George, you dick. You remember when you were like, "No, we're doing it. We're doing it." Yeah, and then you didn't let me do it. You, no one wanted to do it with you. You asked. Listen to the, the fact episode, that George remembers. No one wanted to do it. Don't blame me for that shit. I think you said we weren't allowed to do it. I tried to, but you kept powering through, saying, let's do it, let's do it. And then everyone was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so 
Trav, I'm not going to trade my spot. You fucking guy. You <laughs> fucking guy. Oh, I, I don't like this. I don't like I I I don't like where I sit in this situation. I'll where trade Dan. No, not in the draft. In this <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, your wits have been matched. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I can This is not about my wits at all. What the fuck? All right. I need to. Oh, I need to create a new tab in my spreadsheet. One thing I got to figure out how to do is make it so that people can't hear the clickety clack on my spreadsheet. But I'll figure that out Sounds later. Like a bag of <laughs> Doesn't bother I me. I know. Do you even listen, George? I am hey. officially caught up. Nice. I, actually, yeah. I I think I still have like 20 minutes left of the most recent episode. Dude, the but most I'm, recent episode was our best episode. I, I I still remember when George was sleeping during that episode. Oh my <laughs> god! <But during> any, <laughs> That's so happened a few times. Like, it's happened a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't been here in a while, but season one, that happened a lot. <clears throat> yeah, no, it happened. Dude, it would it, it would happen. He would come over to record, and it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be falling asleep right that's fucking true. in front of me. So, yeah, that's, that's what happened. so true. Yeah. But it was just you and me. <laughs> yep, exactly. You're exactly right. You'd be like, all right, I've, I've probably gone on too long. George is falling asleep. Um. All right, I think that we're ready to fucking do this. So, Trev, since you said you don't want to trade out, what do you got? So now I I do like do I explain why I picked the pick my pick? I don't remember. Yeah, dude, say what do whatever you want to do, man. This is a free for all. I I feel like if we just run through our picks, it will be pretty quick and boring. So if you have a you know you want to say shit about it, I mean we're an hour in. We have. Even Twenty yet. minutes of that was bullshit that I'm that I'm cutting out. All right, all right, all right. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go for probably the most popular pick on my list. All right, we're going with slashers. Yeah, and we're gonna go with the original, the Halloween. Michael Myers. Halloween. All right, seventy-eight. I mean, that seems like a fairly, a fairly significant <laughs> pick. That seems like a solid first pick of the draft. I think so. Now I I my after after everything, if you want to know what my like Oh my, yeah my others were, we can do that too. Yeah, but. we'll definitely go through when we're done. All right, we'll talk yeah. about so anyway, ha- Halloween is the first slasher. It was started the craze. It started the the naming a holiday after or naming a horror movie after a holiday. Um yeah, and, and uh you gotta go with the OG, Michael Myers. Yeah, man. Have you seen Halloween ends yet? I haven't seen the last two. Okay, I've seen. I haven't seen Halloween Ends. I've I saw the one before that. Um, I I want to go see it in theaters. It's tough, man, because it's like it's on Peacock. I could watch it anytime, but like I kind of want to see it in theaters. So yeah, um, I've heard very mixed things. I've it. avoided hearing anything about it. So, um, I I don't know. I like I don't expect greatness, but I think they're fun. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis seems to buy into them. So, you know, whatever that's worth. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to hear the how we did a great, I think a great episode on Halloween. So go back and listen to that. That's a good one. Uh, we got into all the fun stuff about them, like them, the production of it and how like, you know, how little money they put into it and 
the origin of the Michael Myers mask and all that good shit. So I think it's a good episode. I feel like I was on that episode, but I think you were. I think you were. Yeah, you talked about the score a lot. John Carpenter's score. Man. Yes, because he because he was the one. He did Christine, who, right? Was yeah, was Christine the other remember one? Remember all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, man, he, he did. Good memory, he did Joe. Halloween because that. I'm was a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So I think. Uh, so next would be you, George. Um. I'm gonna go. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, yeah. for my slasher. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Does that count? Does it count as slashing if you get cut up with a chainsaw? Yeah, man. Not really a slash so much as like a getting chewed up. What do you, which one? The original? Yeah. So, I mean. Yes. Contend it. Contend it. Le- this was slasher, right? Yeah. So yeah. Leatherface became a slasher, but the original movie was not. It was almost like a. The original movie was almost like a found footage film. Um, definitely had that vibe. That's why yeah. I was asking in our group chat, like, what does this fall under? But you could fall now. under. I think you could put it under <clears throat> either one. Now you could, you could, you could, you. I mean, because Leatherface did become a slasher in the second one of moving forward, I would say let it go. So what is um? So let me ask you this, Trev. In your opinion, like, what are the defining qualities of a slasher film? So is this because I was I was sorta of in one? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you were the villain in one. I, I was the slasher, yes. Yes. Uh so it, it, but unfortunately um I was recast though. Um Ooh, you were so so fucking terrifying. Thank those you. overalls. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. So uh uh basically a slasher would be um like it's typically a single entity right yeah that is attacking um typically younger younger folks so the reason why i I would say you could contest the the original texas chainsaw massacre because it was the entire family family that was fucking psychotic true true so something like hills have eyes wouldn't be a slasher i wouldn't consider that one no 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 all right i consider that one like a survival you know what I mean? Like a survival horror. Yeah. 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 See, I questioned um, I questioned using Devil's Rejects. And I was like, no, like, they do I, kill a lot of people, but it's not as, like, they don't target, like, a group of people. That's a road co- a road trip comedy. What are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you, George. I agree, I agree with you. I wouldn't really count that as a slasher film either. But like it it's, follows it's slasher esque. But it, but it follows not. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre pretty, you know what I mean, as far as like the fucked up family kind of thing. Well, yeah, House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses feels just like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, with a whole lot more though. Like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I so think, do, so, so I, does Texas Chainsaw not count as a slasher? I think you. Sh- I think because because the entity of Leatherface became that I, I, and he's very popular. I would say go ahead, but I'll accept it. Will you accept it, All Chris? Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I mean, George answered the question in the group, but that's legit why I was asking. I I, sure accept, I, just so. accept with yeah. protest, right? Yeah. <laughs> Under protest. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll put an asterisk next to it, George. 
<laughs> nah, you you get it. You get it, man. Um, all right, cool. Chris, you're up next, man. Um, unless George, unless you wanted to say anything else about it. No. All right, good, good enough. <laughs> uh, so pre-1960 is hard. Um, there's a lot of great movies, but they're gonna get swallowed up quick. I'm pretty sure. Um, they're really, really good ones. Only so there's us. two. There's two that we did on the show, though, and I know Dan and George are obsessed with one of them. Or we didn't do them on the show, but we watched them in that Halloween episode. All right. Uh, in season are one. you going to be a so dick? I, I'm going to take, dick. yeah, because George, you just took you so you can suck one. Uh, I'll trade 19, you. I'll 20, trade you. I'll 19, trade you right 20, now. 1922, not for a two. There you go. That um, was on my list. That's a power, we, that's a power pick right there. That I watched it. I watched I'll it trade you right now. Episode. No, fuck off, George. So I watched it, and I watched a shit. I watched so many movies that were just ancient in the, like, just film in general. And that movie captivated me the entire time. And it's a silent film. So um, to this day, I'm just, I love that movie. So Dude, I'd have it. You know Robert <laughs> Eggers is um, is making a remake of it, right? I did not know that, and that's fucking yeah. amazing. With uh, Bill Skarsgård as uh, Nosferatu, which I think will be pretty solid. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, originally, it sounded like it was going to be Willem Dafoe, but I guess that has changed. But, yeah. Uh, I think he'll do a great job. I mean, that dude is a crazy good director. So... Uh, that's a great pick. Yeah, dude, that movie is still fucking scary. Like, I, I think the fact that it's super old and, like, super grainy and, like, really, like, it, like the vignette around it and everything. Yeah, dude, it's so oh. fucking weird. Yes. And then I, having, that, to, having to read the stuff in between that kind of gives you, like, a yeah. storyline, it's so fucking creepy. That made my cut because of you, Chris. Because like I remember how much you. Oh, nice. I like so that. I was like, maybe I'll snake this one from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like it. Made that's like it my made favorite Trump's horror cut. movie of all time. So I'm What's actually that? like really. Uh, that's like my favorite horror movie of all. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, so I'm kind of pissed at Chris, it, but in in terms of horror, that's at the top of my list. Top three, easy. So. Well. That's a good pick, man. I think I think everybody loves it. I think uh, I think it's got a lot of traction right now too because so. of the Eggers movie. Um, how this show? They did a show, right? A show? Yeah, off of uh, Jonah Hill's interpretation. I don't know, man. I don't There's know. A show? I didn't know. I don't know how it did. I don't know how how it did. Jonah Hill. I don't know if it was a a book series or a graphic novel. Nosferatu. Um, or are you talking? To, you're not talking about uh, the the book Nosferatu, are you? That's not. That's actually about something entirely different. That's about uh, a car that has that on the license plate. I don't know. Is it a Jonah that was Hill a very thing? Good book. It's not Jonah Joe Hill. Hill. Joe Hill. Joe, Joe Hill. I said Joe yeah. Hill. Joe Hill. Yeah. So that's not about. Uh, oh, I don't know. I've never yeah, watched it about, or read it. The book is great. I've not watched the show. Um, so I was yeah, going to get about a car that a dude drives and captures little kids and takes them off to what he calls Christmas Christmas land. land. Uh, you let me borrow it. I love that book. Dude. So I, I, I was going to get the audibles, but when I was listening to the sample, 
the narrator called all these like Massachusetts towns by the wrong names. Oh no. Like, no. like, so like Haverhill is spelled Haverhill, but it's called right. Haverhill. Right. So yes, like, I, she said Haverhill and I'm like, Nope, can't do it. <laughs> I want to write a book about Worcester and then have somebody have to read that and just see War- Worcester. 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 Just have them say it wrong every time. Yeah. And then I'll make Trev sit and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. There's a there's a nice video clip of NASCAR drivers pronouncing Massachusetts names. It's pretty funny. Oh, dude. When I When they get to like Tuxbury and Worcester, <laughs> they they have a hard time with it. Um all right. I need to pick now. I get two picks. Um, and I'm really struggling because there's a zombie movie that I feel like yeah, I feel like I should her. pick, but I don't <laughs> think I'm going to. I feel like it's right. too expected. So I'm going to pick a different one. Um, I'm going to pick Train to Busan. Oh! my zombie pick. We crossed that off my list. It's such a great movie. Oh my god, that movie's so good. Um, it wasn't like, my first pick, but it was on there. A lot of zombie movies in like the more recent years have taken like the humorous route, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like they're great. Like the zo- Zombieland, Shaun of the Dead, that stuff. It's really good. It's solid. It's solid stuff. But Train to Busan is like, let's go back to the roots. Let's make like an actual Terrifying. zombie horror film terrifying one yeah and it is like it's pretty much like balls to the wall from the drop mm-hmm. um so if you guys haven't seen it definitely check it out i haven't seen the second one i have not watched the second one yet either i didn't i didn't hear anything like i didn't hear anybody say oh you have to see this yeah. so you know um okay so now i've got to pick I probably didn't need to pick that first because I, if especially no. if it wasn't at the top of your list, Trev. But uh, never even heard of it. All right, so <laughs> I think I'm trying to figure out like my my most shallow category. Um, I think I'm gonna go found footage, just because there I feel like there's the fewest of those. And I'm going to go with Cloverfield. Good choice. Which uh, is a pretty good movie. And TJ Miller's in it. And he's pretty great in it. And um, it's a really interesting... That trilogy is really interesting. The third movie in that trilogy sucks. But I feel like the first two were really good. Um, Cloverfield and... what 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and I love the idea. The execution didn't necessarily work out with the third movie in particular, but I love the idea of a trilogy and each film in the trilogy having a totally different sort of vibe. Well, so the third one, you know, they that was a completely different movie and they bought it and just added Cloverfield. And just added elements. Cloverfield to the name. Yeah, okay. That makes well, they sense. added elements. They added. They they went back and and you know what I mean. They went right. They went back they, and added elements to it. But yeah, right. it was originally I, not not that. Yeah. So I feel like if they hadn't done that and they had actually like shot like a space horror, um, to like tie in, 
that could have been really cool because I love the idea of like, here are three movies. They're all in the same world. They're all, it's almost like, it's almost more like an anthology at that point, yeah. you know? So, um, but Cloverfield, I don't know. I feel like the storyline fits found footage really, really well. Um, because they're like running for their lives in a time when they didn't expect it. Um, and yeah, I feel like it does a good job of like the best found footage makes you feel the anxiety of the people in the film because there's a lot of things that you don't see. And I feel like they do it well in that movie. So that's my found footage pick. Um, all right. So now we're back to Chris. Yeah, Chris. Trev, right? No, you. We oh, yeah. Thank you, Right. All right. New here? Um, yeah, so I don't really feel like my movies, other than my first choice, are really going to be gone after. Um, These categories are just so full that it's I like. Know, I am going to take Shaun of the Dead for a zombie. It's a solid um, pick, man. It was the first zombie movie that I remember ever seeing. Um, and then, of course, with the show Night of the Living Dead and stuff with because of you, Dan. But uh, Shaun of the Dead was the first one I ever saw. It's funny, memorable. So that's my that's my pick. Did you feel like, have you rewatched Shaun of the Dead since seeing some other zombie movies, Chris? I haven't. It's on my list. We haven't watched any horror movies at all this month, which is crazy, Pam and I. Uh, but well, Shaun of the Dead's Shaun of the Dead's like the perfect one because it's like not super scary. Yeah. And especially it's like... for for her, it'll be good. She hasn't seen it, so it's on our list for. It will be nice, uh, like the tropes and stuff, everything. We yes. see how it all transfers over. You'll but... get a lot more out of it, I think, now that you like. I'm sure. Yeah. Understand it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie, and it's. I feel like it's a great intro movie to zombie movies, and then like to come back around to it later on when there's like more stuff you can appreciate about it. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. For it's sure. a, it's a great, that's a great pick. Um, all right, George, we're back to you now. If you're still awake. All right. Uh, yeah, that is, a, that is a good pick. That was on my list. I'm going to go with, um, planet terror for my zombie pick. Nice. Is that, that was part of the grindhouse thing. Yeah. 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 With the uh, Rodriguez. Yes. Who's who's a better director, Rodriguez or Tarantino? Rodriguez. Yes, I agree. One hundred percent. He's and he's one hundred percent DIY. Yes, I agree. I mean, I I can't say I agree with the DIY thing. That's like a statement of fact. But like, I agree that he's <laughs> he's better than Tarantino. He's just like he's more like he's just, I don't know. He's more out there. Yeah. He does weirder shit. Um, all right, George, you gonna say anything else? Um, I mean, I think it's uh, it's it's a very unique way to capture a zombie movie, like cinematically, like that style of movie just isn't prone to zombies. The grindhouse style, like yeah, seventies yeah. sort of. So yeah. like, so I love I love the way that uh, they make the movie feel. It's it is. it's a lot of fun. There's a it's just constant action. And uh, it's kind of silly. It is kind of funny, though, that you say that 
it's a style that's not prone to zombies when it I mean, I think it's because of the grindhouses and the drive-ins that zombie movies even happened, right? Because they all got Night of the Living okay, Dead, that's, and they all aired Night of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, that's valid, but I don't, I don't, I mean, like, Rodriguez just is, he makes Rodriguez movies, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, his, yeah, I don't know, it's good. So, um, it was Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof, right, that were... Show they I I went to theaters and saw those as a double feature when they were like the shorter versions. I feel like they've released extended versions of both now, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So originally they were really they were shown in theaters as a double feature with like a bunch of fake uh, ads trailers. in between. Yeah. And I believe yeah, that for like machete and stuff. Before yeah, that and then those trailers became real movies. Some did. Some yeah. did. The Eli Roth one was really good. Thanksgiving. Yes. Which is a slasher. It played off the slasher genre. Yes. The like the Halloween like yeah. seasonal theme. Yeah. And the and the uh what was it? Uh Werewolves of the SS. Yeah. That was the Rob Zombie one, right? Yes. <laughs> that yes. would have been a badass movie. That hey, who knows, man? Maybe it'll still happen. Uh now that he's done making the monsters, which, by the way, I tried I to watch. I didn't watch it. I, I tried. Uh, it's too, like, sticky. Yeah. So. Um, all right. That's a good pick, George. Uh, and now we're back to you, Trev. All right. Uh, where do I go from here? Anywhere you want. Uh, well, I guess we've had a few zombies now, right? We do. We've nice. got all but one. All but yours. All right. So let me get mine in there. All right, uh, you know I I could go for the for the fan for the for the for the Dan favorite, not the fan. I favorite. mean, you might get my vote if you make the Dan favorite, but <laughs> I've got a much better one here, and I feel like people who are like horror Twitter will know all about it, right? It's okay. called One Cut of the Dead. Oh, that's a great movie. Yes, it's a Japanese movie. It is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I I can't even like. You thirty minutes into this movie, you you want to get up and walk out. Yeah, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, like you think it's over, and you're like, wait a minute, that was the fastest, weirdest thing I've ever watched. And then the movie actually starts. Um, absolutely uh, adored this one, and I think it it I don't know how much clout it's gotten over the last few years, but it deserves all of it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a great movie. I think it's kind of interesting that two of the zombie films that were picked were uh, Asian movies because um, Train to Busan is as well. And like none of the zombie films are I mean, like there's no night. There's no dawn. Um, I was considering 28 Days Later, but uh, yeah, I think we got I think we've got some interesting zombie picks. I dig it. Yeah. Where well, can do you know if One Cut of the Dead is available anywhere? If anybody's I can, like, I can tell you right now. Hold on, I have yeah. an awesome app that tells me where everything is. It's called Google. <laughs> no, it's called Just Watch. Oh, sweet! You were being serious. Yes. <laughs> Thought you were being sarcastic. And it will tell you if it's if it's only for. All right, let's see. So you can you can watch this for free if you have AMC Plus or Shutter. Yeah, you Shutter. Can... You can rent it for three dollars on Amazon Prime. You can buy it for as little as nine dollars on Amazon Prime. And if you are an Apple 
Apple TV person, it is $9.99. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Listen, if anybody's out there and has not used their Shutter um, free trial yet, now's the time. Like this is this is the month. To, Shutter's so fucking good, and uh, here's a great a great movie that you can watch on it. So, all right, so I'm gonna I get back to back, right? You do get back to back. All right, so man, I'm having a hard time with my found footage films. Um, I have three picks here, and I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with my favorite one. You should. That's um, your heart. You're and that's your heart. and that is as above, so below. Oh, that was that was my uh, that was my second pick. Was it okay? So yeah. uh, the, the the director John Eric Dowdle, I think his name is. Yeah. He did a movie before this. I'm not going to mention it right now. Okay. But it's fucking like it's it's probably the creepiest found footage film I had seen since the Blair Witch Project. Really? And if you were to watch them both now, I bet you this one would be creepier. Like, it's just the whole aesthetic is just creepy. So yeah, we'll get I mean, into that after. I don't want to give that away. And Yeah, you don't want to give that to somebody else. Yeah, so. I got you. I got so those, you. those are my two. All right, man. That's a great, that's a great, that movie's great. So if anybody doesn't know As Above, So Below, it's about the catacombs, right? Under Paris, is that right? Yes. Um, so all right, so you do you want me to break it down? Yeah, just like a quick like what's right. what's up with it? There's this chick who's like an archaeologist archaeologist type and her dad's work when he when her dad passed away, she took over his work and it, there was this thing where um they could find something they were looking for this I forgot what it was called, but it was some it was some sort of like alchemist thing and it was be able to um heal people and that's why she was trying to find it you know um yeah. i think her dad had gone crazy and like killed himself and stuff and it starts off she's like she's like in this crazy um i forget where she was somewhere out in the middle east and she's in this tunnels and she's running and they're blowing the thing up as she's trying to get out of there after discovering something and she sees some weird shit which brings her to the catacombs and they had to go into like the parts unknown of the catacombs and they find someone who brings them in there like a, a team. So they get this, she gets a couple filmmakers and then, the, and then the few other people who were like, who know the catacombs and they go in and they go into this thing and they, it's fucking, it's, it's, it, this is a movie where I, when I watched it, I said, this could not, if this was, if you took away the found footage element of it, it would still stand on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So a lot of times found footage films need that to to get by. And this right. this one could stand on its own without it. And uh, it was creepy. There was a lot of creepy yeah. shit going on. Like there was ghosts and there was there was ghosts and there was like like witches and there was all sorts of fucking wild ass shit. All the scariest things that you could think of while you're down in, you know, the catacombs, which is like where dead bodies were put, you know, in in the olden times. Anything your imagination could come up with is in the movie, you know, in the movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's like severely underrated. Like it it doesn't get really good critical reception, but it's like, man, it's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I I think it came out during like so there was a big gap for where horror just wasn't like 
it didn't get good like you said critical reception like there was a there's a huge like i don't know maybe 10 year span where that happens right with every movie with every movie um because everything wanted everybody wanted it to be something like like an 80s horror movie and right we're just not there anymore it's gone right that that and it's it was a wonderful time but it's time to move on kind of thing and this movie yeah i think this movie was overlooked because of that and uh it's it's definitely one of my favorites yeah yeah that's a great that's a great pick man um chris you should watch that one with your wife because you know, <laughs> you're both will be fucking your scaredy pants the whole time i want to see it, it for sure i want to see it it's for fucking sure, but... it's just fucking creepy man like it's just yeah. Oh. yeah it really is um all right well does that put us back to george yes yeah um, i'm gonna go with found footage as well and this right. is gonna be a little bit uh, I don't know, a little on the nose. I'm gonna go with Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. Wow. Oh, nice. Number one for me. I love that all your picks so far, George, are either like 1970s or like 1970s inspired. Because mm. <laughs> like Planet Terror definitely has a 70s vibe. Oh yeah, it was a grindhouse film. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's a great pick, George. You wanna didn't you pick that a couple weeks ago? I feel yeah, like our you last did. episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the last episode. I was like, I yeah. That's why I was saying it was a little on the nose. Like I mean, I picked it and we talked about it and it was like, yeah, that's that's a that's not an enjoyable movie to watch. But it's definitely a boundary pusher. I mean it's yeah. uh it has it definitely has earned uh, a spot in horror history, but it's it's not necessarily enjoyable. It's gnarly, man. And it was all like is the is 1980, so it's all practical effects. Like all of the gore is practical gore. Which if you're about that, you get it in spades in that movie. So yep, yep, yeah, man. Good pick. Um, all right, Chris, what do you got? Going through my list. Um. I think I'm going to get my found footage over with. All right. Um, so when it comes to found footage, there's only two that come to mind. Mm-hmm. Like immediately, like when I think of the genre, the genre, subgenre. And it's the first one is Blair Witch Project. Yep. Um, so I'm going to take it. It's low hanging fruit. Uh, but it's when I think of it, it's definitely the first one I ever saw. It was done well. Um, So, you know, looking back at it, 1999, I would have been 14. Like, as far as I knew back at 14, not ever watching movies ever until, like, later in life, obviously. Um, I thought that shit was real. I thought, like... Dude, everyone thought it was real. Like, like, that was the beauty of that marketing campaign. So... that it was a phenomenon it wasn't a movie it was like it was so much more than that you know yeah it was so they had fake like news clips like news stories yeah. about it well yeah. i shared that on our on our instagram account like you can go you can use the wayback machine and go look at the blair witch uh website which was one of the first uses of like viral internet marketing. I was going to say viral marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they just did it. Like the, the internet was brand new at the time. I think it was like late 98, early 99. And, um, 
Yeah, and like they just figured out the perfect way of like making people think it was real, which seems so ridiculous now, but like I remember that. And like people bought in because yeah, you dude. see this website and like you said, Trev, there's like all these fake news articles and stuff and everything's kayfabe. So like there's there's they don't break it anywhere. There's no character break anywhere to say this is all bullshit. Yeah, I I was obsessed with that movie and yeah. because of everything surrounding it. Right. Yes. And I watched it and I remember when it ends, I was in the, I watched it in the theater and everybody in the theater just like there was no applause. There was no talking it was just fucking silent and everyone just sat there and it wasn't until the very end of the credits where it said all characters and stories are fiction yeah and i and then i i felt so i felt like the people felt when who who hate uh uh friday the 13th part five (laughs) when it's when it's the new beginning is that the one with when it's not jason you know what i mean that yeah the other yeah that I felt like that. Like I felt like those. I I felt so. I felt embarrassed because I thought this thing was real. Yeah. Like, and I didn't even think it was real as far as like witches and ghosts and shit. I just thought it was like I thought these fucking kids got murdered. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I, I like there's some validity to it. Obviously, it's not real, but there, you know, and I don't know how much of this is just like is just like urban legend versus like reality. But like, I've heard that the way that the film was produced was like, the actors were not really told exactly what was going on. And they were like in the middle of the night, someone would be poked in the shoulder and told like, all right, you got to go now. And yeah. like it left it the other actors. To come... Yeah. Yeah. So it was very like, What's the word for it when you're you're acting, uh, you know, immersively? What's that called? Uh, I don't know. No idea. <laughs> uh, drugs. No, you know, like when somebody's like they don't they stay in character all the time. Oh, right, right. Like Daniel Day Lewis. Like method, method, method acting. acting. Yeah. Well, it's more. It, it kind of seems like it was more ad lib though, right? Because they kind of just, yeah. you know, they just threw him in there and said, "All right, you're just gonna." And then you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it duped me, and I honestly I haven't watched it since because I was like mad. I mean, I, I've been, I I've, been mad, like... I've been mad for fucking twenty twenty three <laughs> years. <laughs> I almost felt like that war that like notice at the end. Like when I watched it, I had a very different reaction. I had a reaction where it's like you know how in something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre they say based on a true story. And you're like, well, that's bullshit. Like, the true story, this is supposedly ba- based on Ed Gein, and this is nothing like Ed Gein, right? right. So, like, you 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 have that warning at the beginning or, that's supposed to, like, make you feel more scared. I felt like the that thing at the end of Blair Witch, it was like, they were just telling us that so that we weren't too scared. Yeah. So that we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe oh, this is... Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I took it the other way where they were like, they were trying to cover their bases to be like, no, 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 guys, we're, this isn't real, but really, but no, but really, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, that movie, I mean, obviously like, I don't know that it is as significant as like Halloween or like, as. Oh, I, no, no, no. What Blair witch. 
Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I don't know that it is, but it feels like it is on that it level. Is. It definitely yeah. is. And that's why I say it makes the rush more like, yeah, for that movie alone. Cause I'm, again, it duped it, 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 it created something, right? It cre- like, <clears throat> all right. The, the, you know, uh, cannibal Holocaust, like th- that, you know, f- that is like a, like a found footage movie. Right. But this it uses yeah. found footage, right? This, this takes like, this this movie runs with it all like in 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 yeah we didn't see the boom until after this right right this is what created the boom cannibal yes. holocaust had come out 20 years earlier and didn't do anything right other than scare the shit out of people right yeah but right. It was, and, go to, and go to court for murder oh right that's right people thought the murders were real i forgot about that um but yeah, that yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. Like it not to mention like what it did for horror and for found footage and all that's for better or worse, just like Halloween for better or worse. I mean, I know it was pre twenty first century, but it, it pretty much kicked off modern horror. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it did. I mean, and not to mention, like it also showed us how to use the internet to market. Like it it like opened Them that and door. quiz no subs. Yes, yes, Quizno subs. I forgot about that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, no shame in that pick at all, Chris. That's no. <laughs> um It was on my list, by the way. I have I have watched it more recently, Trev, and um it's still creepy. Like I'm sure. I, def- I definitely still think it's creepy. Uh I haven't seen it in twenty three years, but my memory of it. I'm sure it's still be creepy watching it again. I actually had that in two categories. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I, had, I, I had it under the ghost category ghost. too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm up, and since we're talking about ghosts, I'm gonna pick my ghost movie. Fingers uh, crossed. I have a few. It's so hard. Um. I'm going to go with since I'm I'm relatively modern in most of my picks. I'll I'll stay relatively modern. I'm going to go with The Ring. Ah, good. <laughs> One down. Um I I saw The Ring in theaters and it genuinely scared the shit out of me. Like and I I know like I'm not I'm not one of these like hardcore horror fans who's like out there like oh yeah i watched martyrs and like yeah you know, yeah. You know yeah 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 played with unicorns afterward or whatever but like <laughs> you know but like for for an everyday movie watcher like the ring is legit um it's got a really good like the lighting is amazing uh, at like making you feel like the weight of what's happening um and like the the girl cr- crawling out of the TV screen, yeah, it's like a really cool effect. <laughs> wow. I've never seen the American version. Oh, you haven't? I've only seen the was the Japanese I version. Ring, Ringu. Yeah. Yeah. I so, yeah. So the Japanese version came first, and the American version, you know, was a uh, was a remake. Um, I'm sure it kept the same. Pre- I mean, that movie's creepy as fuck. So. It's probably not I've not seen I've not seen the Japanese one. So um unless George you've seen both, then we don't have anyone who's seen both. I didn't hear 
Oh, you didn't I, hear what we're even talking about for the last 10 no, everything's, minutes. No, everything's been super choppy. Okay. Um, we're talking about The Ring. Have you seen The Ring? Yes. No, I heard I heard just the end of it. If you asked if I'd seen both, yes, I've seen both. So, I mean, do you does the American version, like, hold up to the creepiness of the Japanese version? Um, the Japanese one's creepier. Of course. Um, but the American one definitely has the same vibe. Like, it literally takes the same story and just makes it more digestible, yeah. you know, in an American market. Like, it, it's... It does a very good job bringing the same horror. Um, yeah, Dude, let's it, it the stands Japanese, up. The Japanese still shots, like, ugh. yeah, <laughs> that's, like, that's like the same thing happened with The Grudge, right? Yes. And that was another one that the American one was. Cre- so I saw the American version of both of these first, and then saw the Japanese ones, and was more creeped out by the Japanese ones. Yeah, which for both of sense. them. Yeah, Japanese movies are. Japanese people make really fucking creepy horror movies. I was more like the the video that they watch creeped yeah. me out more than anything. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, because you see I'm her sure come Dan's out like you see the hole and you were expecting her to come out and like when they watch the video and they don't. Yes. It, it, oh yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's another reason I had to include it. Like our show is all about VHS. How do you not include a movie? Based around watching a VHS tape, right? I, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that's my ghost movie, and nobody has any criticism of calling it a ghost movie, right? Nope. nope. All right. Not at all. It was on my list. All right, good, good. Okay, so now it's either my slasher or my pre-1960. I feel pretty comfortable in both. Um... Look at this okay. beauty that I just got, by the way. Oh, I have that. I nice. love that. The Freddy how much did set. you pay for? How much did you pay for yours? Because mine was way too much. Forty. EB. Yeah. Yeah. But. Shit's shit's like crazy expensive right now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the VHS stuff kind of burst in like 2020. Things have come down a little bit since then, but still, it's 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 more, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um. Okay. So for my slasher, let me ask you guys this. I don't know if this will count. Because Trev says uh, Halloween started slashers. But then George picked a movie that came out before Halloween. So I'm going to try to pick something that came out before that. Uh, Does Psycho count as a slasher? It is a slasher. Yes, it does. (laughs) How is that not a slasher? I, I I like this. I like that everyone's agreeing. I don't know. I, don't I, knew, know. I knew. I saw. I saw it in the head. In the I feel. Head I feel like it was like the first thriller. No. But it it was definitely. But like, how is it not a slasher? No, you're right. I mean, well, it has all the other than other than only being one victim. Yeah, and there's no final girl. But I don't know that you have to have a final girl to be a slasher. No, nah, all the rules got. Thrown. No, but the it's the the victim thing is the question. So I was actually reading an article about this uh, earlier, and it, it's it's like the the pre slasher, like it counts as a slasher, the proto slasher. Be- yeah, because it's like slashers weren't defined yet. Like this, right. right, created that, and then after this, they were like, you know, let's let's define what we're calling this subgenre, and it became you needed multiple victims. Okay, so um, it's, it's, but it's like he's like the Blair Witch thing, but he does have multiple victims. There's his mom. And the Is girl. It, did he kill his mom? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I, I get and him they're mixed both, up. Hey, and they're both modeled after Ed Gein, right? So. That's right. That's way and more like it implies like Ed that Gein. he would have more victims too. Like it implies that he would not get caught and just keep going. Right. Okay. So it's it. I I would I would definitely call it a slasher. Sure. And also to Trev's point about the future installments of Texas Chainsaw, there are future installments of Psycho. Yeah, yep. uh, that's true. And he kills a bunch more people. Yep. 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 No, I, I say we can put it in there. All right, cool. Then I'm taking it. Cool. Taking it. Did anybody else consider that? That was oh, my yes. number one. Okay. Well, you didn't pick it number one, Chris. Oh, sorry. No, no. Sorry. It was on my list, but it was not number one. I changed it. Okay. Because I'm going completely right. nostalgic. So Psycho is an amazing movie. Um, yeah. I think we also was, covered that on the show. So if you want to listen, yeah. go listen. That's when this movie was intro to me. I, like I knew of, but haven't watched it on the show. That yeah. was the first Hitchcock film you guys did, right? Yeah. I don't know if that was first or if Rear Window was our first one. I guess if if we watched it for P, then it would have been our first one. Yeah, I don't I think remember. It was. it was a long fucking time ago. But. I think you're right. I think it was. Because I think when we did Rear Window, that's when we brought um, Jack on. Jack was on with us, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I know I'm, I'm trying to get all my movie winners together in VHS so I can actually give you a, a picture of me with my winning. I love it. Doing the, so. I was wondering what the fuck you were doing, but I love it. <laughs> um, all right. So actually, you got to take a break for a second, Chris, because you need to make another pick now. Okay. Did you do two? Yeah, yeah I did two. I did uh, The Ring and Psycho. Oh, that's right. So growing up, there were two movies that my cousins showed me, the old, much older cousins, they're like 10 years older than me, uh, that scared the fucking piss out of me, man. Love that. Horrible. Um, and one of them was, and I think I told, we've talked about this on the show in years prior, that Child's Play, yes. for me, for a slasher dude, like, I can watch it now and enjoy it, especially on the nostalgic part of it, uh, but that will always be my number one slasher movie, without a doubt, so... I, I think I think that's another one too, where like the, like it like Chucky became a slasher after the fact, right? So he was he was, oh, that sure. was more of like a supernatural. Like, yeah, you could almost call that a ghost, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a ghost or like um, what's the uh, word? I'm like a psych psych psychic kind of kinetic yeah. or, or whatever. But yeah, no, it's it's he became. I mean, he became a slasher. He's a slasher icon at this point. Yeah, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I it's a good have movie. Ne- I have never seen it. So you've oh, never really? seen it? Yeah. The fir- no. That first one scared the shit out of me. Dude, so it's a- when when I when I was a kid, um, I don't know, Chris, you might you're around, you're older than George, right? I'm 37. Okay, yeah. So you're pretty close to my age. Trev, you're probably too old. George, you're probably too young. But there was a window of time where there were these uh, My Buddy dolls. Yeah, I know. I remember My Buddy dolls. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I had a My Buddy. Oh, and yeah. Like, I, didn't, was, I was too old for one of those, yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, but I really, like, I really liked it. I played with it all the time. I dragged it around everywhere with me. Like, my mom had to wash it all the time because it was covered in mud. Um... And like, and then someone told me that it looked like Chucky and I've never seen child's play, but like I was that age, like I knew what it was 
And so, like, I one night someone told me that, and that night I got my my buddy laying next to me in bed, and I was like, "Nope, you're out of here." And that was the <laughs> that end. That was of, the end. That was, that the, was end the end of me and my buddy. <laughs> yeah. See you I later, not, buddy. <laughs> I did not have one. I do know of. I have he does no idea look, what that is. He does look just like Chucky. I don't like, know if Chucky was modeled after my buddy or like what, but. Uh, it oh, was absolutely. like, there's no way it has to be, yeah, it has to be, dude. It's like too similar. Yeah. So George, my buddy basically just looked like, oh yeah, that's awesome, Chris. No sports. Um, I don't know that I have that actually. Um, but yeah, George, my buddy was like Chucky. I mean, like the same size and like the overalls and everything. Ugh. Like a nearly child sized doll. Man, that uh, movie killed that product. So yeah, it, yeah, I, I think it kind of did. Yeah. Definitely did. Definitely so there did. was, um, there was my buddy, and then the girl version was kid sister. Yep. yep. Um, and then Teddy but, Ruxpin yeah. too. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, Teddy Ruxpin was dope, man, with the tape deck. Yeah. Oh fuck yes. He was a little I earlier, right? Was no he before those two? About. Yeah, I think he was a little. I think he was like late eighties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could put like NWA tapes in him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, that's a good pick, Chris. Uh, let's go over to George. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, pre 60. Okay, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, 1920. Oh, nice. Yeah. You want to talk about it because that's probably um, one I know. I mean, it's it's just another one of those classic old school movies. It's got like a, a real creepy vibe. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember it being like fun. I don't yeah. know. I haven't what seen it in a it? long time. What is it about? Uh, isn't the the guy like going crazy or something? I don't know, man. It's your pick. I feel like it's a. I know. I haven't seen it in a long time. I just apparently remember. so long that you don't even remember what it's about. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I feel like the guy like goes crazy or something, but I don't know. I don't remember. It's um, like it's weird because it's German and it came out in 1920. So like this is like mid like World War One, World War Two, like Germany, which is probably not a great. It's probably a weird place culturally, right? Yeah. But it's surrealist, isn't it? Uh, I literally don't remember. I really, oh. I really want a Nosferatu. This is I really put much. This really I didn't put much thought into this category after Nosferatu. So I'm uh, so disappointed in you, George. I feel like I really thought you would shine in this category. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, that's it. Well, so there you go, folks. Everyone should go watch this movie, including George. Yeah, man, I should. <laughs> the good news is that it's free, like on YouTube and literally everywhere, because I don't think anyone owns Which the right. Which one was that one again? Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Does it have the Crimson Ghost in it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I no love idea. it. Clearly, George forgot how much I love Nosferatu because he would have chosen. George first. had to. I did. I I completely forgot. How nope. could you have not known that that was going to be like one of the first things picked for that category? I was really hoping that found footage wasn't going to have enough and people were going to want to like pick stuff there first. Yeah. 
I think nobody liked found footage enough to want to do that. So. <laughs> I had some bangers, dude. Well, yeah, Trev. See, like you were like, oh, I hate found footage, and then you were like, oh, these are great. I didn't found say footage. I hate it. I said it's I one that I don't, you know, that that's not my favorite. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, since uh, you're talking, it's your pick. It is my pick. Yeah. What do you got? It's my last two picks, right? Your last two picks, man. Round out your squad. All right. So we're gonna start with ni- pre 1960. All right. I um, dig it. Nosferatu was definitely on my list because I thought of Chris right away. Yes. The other two films I have on here are... Well, don't say. I haven't picked mine yet. Right, right. I'm going to... You know, I know I what Dad's going to take. I know what Dad's going to take. Wow. Keep it to yourself. Right, so we're <laughs> going to go with... We're going to go with Haxon. Haxon. Yes. H-A, but the A's got like a... The A's got like the two dots above An it. An umlaut. Huh? An umlaut. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 It's it's that. Uh, H that X-A-N. It's called. And it was 1922. Oh, this yeah. movie, huh. I have actually never really seen all of, but it scares the shit out of me. And I can see how like something like this back in 1922 would just fucking like people would probably protest it, you know? Yes. <laughs> Let me mind. just read this real quick. Grave robbing torture, possessed nuns and a satanic Sabbath. Oh shit, man. Benjamin, this sounds like it came out in 2022. Yeah. Benjamin Christian's legendary silent film uses a series of dramatic vignettes to explore the scientific hypothesis of the witches of the Middle Ages and early modern era suffered. Oh, uh, shit, man. Yeah, this, this is the movie this. that Eggers should be re- remaking. This is, um, like, this shit, like, I just, just like Stills, I watched, I look at Stills of it, and I'm like, this is creepy as fuck. I, I, I meant silent? to watch it. It's a silent. Yeah, it's silent. Yeah, it's yeah, a Denmark film. It's yeah. a Denmark. I I went. I meant to watch this, and I just lost. I mean, I forgot I was even doing this podcast at eight o'clock. And I write text you. I'm like, yeah, I forgot yeah. I you're like, oh shit, this. I forgot we we're doing this tonight. So, um, yeah, I meant to watch it. I just haven't had time. Um, I am going to watch it, but it, it is it is a very well known horror film, like known for being like one of the originals. You know? Yeah. Um, my other one goes back even further. The 1922 and we'll talk about oh. that at the back side of this yeah that's not going to be my pick but uh yeah dude you can watch this movie on youtube Hatson, or however you pronounce dude, it dude all these silent movies are available you can still YouTube. yeah they're I'm all totally public domain this. they're all public you can buy a criterion fucking a collection of, of uh the criterion collection edition of this movie as well for like fucking yep. 35 bucks yeah if you're into yeah, uh, jack thorne Jack Thorne's a big Criterion guy. I, I bet you I he's seen it. I, I guarantee Jack Thorne would have plenty to say about this one. Well, Jack Thorne, if you're listening, tell us what you think about Haxon. Um, I, I'll leave a space in here for you to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Trev. What do you got for a ghost movie, man? Uh, oh, that's my... I forgot. I'm back to back. Um, back to back, baby. Here's another one. I you guys you guys really didn't come close to my I mean my pick, so I don't know where to go with this. I'm the only one who picked a ghost movie so far. I think all right, so what I'm gonna do Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with this one because this movie this movie I'm about to pick 
was what got me kind of back into horror films. Um, Ooh. Promising. Probably 2000. I don't know if it, it might have been 2012 when it came out, maybe 2013. Okay. <clears throat> I I was very fuck horror. There's no good horror because I wasn't looking deep enough. Mm-hmm. And then this movie hit the theaters and it was the first movie to make me feel like frightened. Ooh. Um, I remember afterwards I was somewhere and I looked out the back window of their house of someone's house that I was in. And I felt like I was looking at like for, I was expecting something to happen like it did in the movie. Oh shit! You ever get that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's, that's a good movie, right? When a, when a yeah. movie makes you do that. So, um, my pick is Sinister. Ooh. And I know it's like a the the actual like monster of the film is like a kind of like a demigod or something like that. Yeah. But there's ghost children, which are fucking creepy as hell. No yes. matter how you look at it, throughout the whole film, um, and this had and it had this had some like this had some elements of fucking found footage in it. Yeah, it was based on the, the the premise of the film is a is a true crime writer moves to this house where this family was murdered and a girl became one of the one of the the daughters became missing, and and uh, it's yeah it's very. It's it's just fucking creepy, man. Just just yeah. all the way up and down. Um, the uh, well, I forgot what they. It might have been they might have called it the Baba Yaga, like it was the boogeyman, like that's what yeah. this demigod was known for, and um, very back very be- fucking creepy. Back before uh, back before John Wick was called the yeah, Baba yeah. Yaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, I mean, this movie scared the shit out of me. Yeah, man. And, uh, and, uh, and, and it, it really brought out what I like about horror movies. Like the, the whole point of horror movies is to be scared, right? So, right. You know, you know, I don't want to like, I don't want to go on a whole tangent here about this, but like, I hate watching horror movies with people who don't want to be scared. Right. And like, they go in with like, this is going to be dumb. Nothing scares me. Like, the whole like fifteen year old dude mentality. That's a that's you know what that is? That's a fucking defense mechanism for being yeah. scared. For being yeah. scared. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, dude, get into get into it. Like as much as you can, try to get into the spirit of the movie. And like that, that's why I watch movies to go yeah. to become part of the world. Right. You know, like that movie that I was supposed to be in, I would have never watched it because I would never be able to allow my i would never be able to get sucked into the film because i was in it you know what right, i mean because you see yourself exactly right yeah, yeah. And, I, and i was and i remember it right so but like movies that i i love that's i mean fuck man storytelling has been a thing since we were writing on fucking walls like you know what that's i mean right. yeah yeah and, and, and film is such a good way and horror films are such a good way to allow us to kind of reach into the unknown and see what see what happens and um, and become scared, like allow us, because you know there's 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 comfort in that, right? Because you know it's not real, right? Because so. you get to feel a feeling that normally is unsafe for you, but you get to feel it in a safe environment because you're like looking at it through a screen, you yeah. know? It's like walking through a funhouse, right? Or a horror, yeah. or a horror, horror like like a haunted haunted like a haunted house or like a haunted yeah 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 Yeah, you know it's fucking oh anyway that movie that movie brought me back in it was like that and then cabin in the woods was like right right behind it cabin in the woods is like just 
That movie's fucking magical, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was mine. Do you think, and again, like we can move on, but like, do you think like, so you, that brought you back to horror. Do you also kind of feel like horror started to kind of come back at that point in time? I know because I looked further back and it was, I mean, it, it, it kind of came, it kind of had like, it kind of came back to the forefront, right? I always compare horror movies to, to like punk rock or rock and roll in general, where like for many years there was money thrown at it throughout the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. And we had all this great stuff. Yeah. And then, and then once like what happens is production companies or record labels, they want to produce the same thing over and over again because that's what sells, right? That's what's selling. Right. And then then they lose all that money and it goes back to the underground. And horror movies is the perfect example of that where it was there are films that came out when I was like protesting horror films saying there's no cuz I was only watching the ones that went to theaters. I wasn't right. looking for the independent ones. The the Ringus and the you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I just think it just became independent again, which yeah. is awesome, I guess, yeah. you know, because now you can, now filmmakers can make the movies they want to make and not have to worry about production companies saying, yeah, you can't, you know, you you can't let this 15 year old get her head ripped off by a fucking, you know, uh, uh, a telephone pole, you know, like <laughs> Dude, that, that is a, that is an epic moment. Uh, so, but, but yeah, so I think, I think, I think, uh, but I think it, you know, things started coming out more towards like the mainstream again and, and it, you know, but then it allowed people to go, well, what else is out there? And they go right. looking for what we have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good observation. Um, all right. So Chris, we are back. No, George, we're back to you. Your last pick ghost pick. Um, this one's hard. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, kind of for the same reasons as Trev, I'm gonna pick Rose Red as my ghost pick. Rose the, Red, the yeah, like the two part made for TV like Stephen King movie. Isn't that like the '80s? You're like all. It's 2002. Was it really that recent? I think I so. Thought, I yeah yeah I I knew it was. It wasn't the '80s. You might be right. Yeah. Oh, two. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shit. Yeah. Man. Um, it's not. I I wouldn't consider that a traditionally scary movie, but it uh it creeps me out. Um, it has every time I've seen it, and just literally just the thought of that movie, like I'm getting creeped out in my car right now. <laughs> just for, that is that is literally the one horror movie. It creeps me out no matter what. That's good, man. Like I can I can watch a lot of weird shit, and and this one that shouldn't bother me does. Can you so, articulate any particular reason? I don't want why? to. I don't want to. No, fuck you. I don't want to talk about it more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I it love legit it. creeps me out. So I'm done. Let's move on. So I didn't even want to pick it. I kept looking mushroom? at all these other. I I nope. Fuck you. Not. <laughs> All right, man. I would not there. take free mushrooms. Not right now. All right. Um, we know rose yeah. red mushrooms. <sighs> no way. That sounds so terrible. Um. All right, Chris. You got your ghost pick still. So apparently myself 
up against you three or I think I'm closest to Dan when it comes to movie choices because Trev and George, you're choosing shit that I have never heard of. Um, well, so, Trev picked Halloween 78. I mean. Well, okay, but like this hacks on movie or hacks in whatever like there's just a zombie movie like what you took nosferatu so, what was that i don't know but, um <laughs> so the same year <laughs> a lot of my um choices are, are more mainstream and That's all right like i said before i think before we actually hopped into the episode i'm going with nostalgia for me stuff that when i think horror these are the things i think of so and i was scared to death by my cousins and uh, Poltergeist was one of oh, the shit, movies yeah, that fucking ruined my childhood. <laughs> George stealing my, uh, George telling me something about Titanic but way back in the day, and then Poltergeist. So Dude, Poltergeist <laughs> was rated PG. Poltergeist was a comedy. Get out of here! Was it really? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's some creepy ass shit, but that was like rated as that was like a horror comedy. Might have been one of the first ones. Huh. Well, it fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Skeletons in the pool and the fucking Carrie Ann or was it Car- Caroline and the fucking TV Caroline. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that so. scene, that shot of the girl in front of the this the you know snow screen is like iconic. One of the, yeah, it's it's super iconic. Um. Yeah, man, that movie, that's a great pick. Uh, you know, the and the best horror comedies are, like, they have, they should be scary to a certain degree, right? Like, it shouldn't just be slapstick the whole way through, or else right. it doesn't work. Right. So, um, yeah, man, that's a good pick. Except for One Cut of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that one, it works for some reason. Um, cause that movie's like crazy, man. Yeah. Um, okay. I got to pick my pre 1960. You guys I all know what like you're picking. fucking old I know what you're school. Picking. And I don't know. I've got, I'm glad you know what I'm picking. Cause I don't know what I'm picking. Um, man, since you're the I, last one, can I take a stab at it? Because uh, nobody picked it. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you go for it. House on the Haunted Hill, 1959. Yeah, that's my pick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, we've covered that on our show too. Um, that's a great movie. That's how I knew what it was going to be. So I was really like hemming and hawing between two Vincent Price movies, House on Haunted Hill and House of Wax. Um, both great. They're they're both like I mean they're like peak Vincent Price. Like I mean House of Wax is more Vincent Price. House on Haunted Hill, you know, is more like an ensemble. But like, they're they're just both they're both great. But House on Haunted Hill um, was really important uh, because it was the inspiration, not like thematically or plot wise, but um, budget wise, it was the inspiration for Psycho. Because Hitchcock watched House on Haunted Hill and said, if this guy could do this horror movie, I could do a horror movie. Um, So even though it is not a slasher in any way, it's definitely a ghost movie. um, Mm -hmm. It uh, it paved the way for slashers like we might not have slashers without House on Haunted Hill. 
Um, and it's just such a fun movie. Like, and I feel like for that generation of horror, which a lot of it was like super campy, um, for better or for worse, um, very like theatrical. Um, I think House on Haunted Hill is a good balance between like the campy theatricalness and actually like kind of spooky. No, I wouldn't say like genuinely like horrifying, but it like it has it has a spooky vibe to it, you know. Um, it's definitely when we talk about like putting yourself in the movie, that's definitely one. Where, I mean, it's important for all uh, horror movies, but that one in particular, I remember a scene. I don't remember exactly what's going on, but whatever is moving across the floor, you can legitimately see like the <laughs> fishing line or whatever they're doing. It's like that's one of those moments where you have to be in the film and understand like where they're coming from, from a budgetary standpoint to make that happen. So, Oh, and um, like budget and also just like where special effects were at, in right, for sure. nine, right. you know? Right. So, but I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. So Nostradamus was number one and that was my number two. So nice. I feel <clears throat> weird. Cause you guys all went silent films, which I think there's something inherently creepy about silent films that they lost when they started making talkies as they called them so we all went right yeah we've all gone we're done so my so my other pre-1960 film was legit the first horror film ever made which was what it's called the house of the devil it was a french film and it was 1896 oh shit man that's Um, how long is it it, I watched it. It's 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 three and a half minutes. Yeah. So. Very interesting. Well, Did I you watch with, it I, in preparation for this episode, or you've watched it? Before? Yeah, I watched it yesterday at work. Well, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then Haxon, I was gonna watch, but just didn't. Um, is it is it good? Like, I mean, is it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, there's some like creepy elements. It's not. It's it's uh, you know. I mean, when when the when the the guy goes like, tur- from a bat and turns into a, a a vampire or whatever, it like it literally like cuts. And yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was 1896. Yeah, man. They were like barely. They were like barely knew how to make photographs at that point, let yeah, alone so, moving and, photographs. And I I just went with Haxon because it was a very you know creepy like just the whole thing you know we do have a rule too it has to be over 40 minutes so oh well you so, didn't tell me that yeah <laughs> we might have made an exception for the first horror movie ever but yeah um yeah that was a good that that would have been an interesting i'm definitely gonna watch that especially since it's three and a half minutes um yeah. uh so all right so i think we've all made it pretty clear that chris um that Chris took a movie that most of us wanted in Nosferatu. Uh, did anybody else have anything snaked from them that they were hoping to get? I mean, it was on my list. It wasn't my first pick. All right. Uh, um, Blair Witch was on two categories. Was in two categories for me. Did you have it under Ghosts? I had it under Ghosts and Found Footage. Okay. That's Train interesting. To, Train to Busan was was on my it was on my zombie. It wasn't my first pick, but it was yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, no one picked Night of the Living Dead, and that was my other one that was on there. 
I know it was it hurt me not to pick it, but I just felt like it was too obvious of a pick. No one picked any of my slashers. Yeah. What else did you have for slashers? Well, did anybody else have Halloween other than me? I had Halloween. I did. I mean, it was I on did. my list. Yeah. I had, a lot of these movies were on my list, but my mm-hmm. list was huge because I didn't even like narrow it down. I was like, man, I like that. I like that. I like that. So. Yeah. George, I, did I spent you have... the most time on this list than the other two episodes because I really wanted to make sure I had them in an order that, yes, I like more than this. So we we're actually going through. Oh, no, I didn't do any of that. I mean, this list, this was so much harder because there were just so many more movies to pick from. I mean, yeah. um, like, you know, like last week when we did 1980 and we had to pick an Academy Award winning film. There were literally five films that won Academy Awards in 1980. So, like, you know, um, I had Halloween. Halloween was my number two slasher after Psycho. So, like, if I had tried to pick Psycho and you guys protested, I would have tried to pick Halloween. But um, I figured Halloween's just low, low fruit. That was my first. Well, I was the first pick, too. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that was the right, like, first overall pick in the draft. Let's see if any of you guys have heard if you guys have heard of any of the other horror, the slasher flicks I had. Okay. Okay. The Prowler. Yes. Yeah. Oh, from the eighties. Yes. The Army dude with dude. the mask. Yeah. Yeah. The like the was it was like a it gas a, mask? Uh, no, he didn't have a gas mask. That oh. that was my, my bloody Valentine. Valentine. Yeah. He had like, but this guy had like a like a World War II like bayonet thing. Yes. Oh, he was the World War II fighter guy. Yeah. Yes. That could, then, go- that could have been a ghost. Wasn't he dead? No, he wasn't dead. I don't no. know. Cry Wolf? Uh, that's a newer one, isn't no. it? The dude with like the ski mask or like the like the um not ski mask. What do you call those? Yeah, he had like a ski mask. Not like a not like a Mike not like a Jason ski mask. Like No. Like that's what the hockey robbers mask. wear when they rob banks. Yeah, like a, that, that's called a ski mask. Jason I know. Does- well, I thought that too, but then I was like, well, Oh yeah, that's a hockey mask. I'm yeah. thinking, fucking idiot. Anyways. So that that one is is kind of weird. That one would that one pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. Um, because spoiler alert, uh, no one really died. Yeah. You know, so. it, it it played off of April Fool's Day, which was like an '80s horror film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those those two, and then I had Behind the Mask: The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Oh, I had that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, is that's that, a good one. What is that? That's like a it's it, it actually that that could probably go under found footage too. It was this film crew was doing a documentary about slashers and they were following this guy who was becoming a slasher. And he had like a mentor and then he had like an adversary who was uh Robert England played the adversary. Robert England, that's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a very cool f- and the guy who played his like mentor was uh Shit, he was he was Herschel on uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking I can't, I can't yeah. think of his name. Fantastic actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was that, and that was like it was kind of funny. You know what I mean? It was like it it it, it treaded that line. Yeah. But it was like yeah, yeah they were following this guy around because he was becoming the slasher and like yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty good, pretty good one. Um, yeah, I definitely have never heard of that. I would have thought it was like about somebody who acted as uh jason or something like a documentary um i had have for found footage so this is a question that i had for you guys around found footage 
Does paranormal activity count as found yes, footage? Yes, that was my number two. Yeah. Yeah. So that could have been a ghost or a found footage, I thought. Um, I wasn't sure on the found footage because it's like it's like security cams. Um, yeah. That's definitely a movie that I feel like has been brought down by its sequels. Um, yeah. Standalone, it leaves a lot of questions that are very unsettling. Uh, but as soon as they started like rounding that out as like a franchise, it just sucks. So the other one I was talking about earlier that was like I thought that's creepier than the Blair Witch is called the Poughkeepsie Tapes. Oh, that's on my list. That sounds. Oh, is it? Yeah. Have you seen that one? No, it looks really cool though. It is creepy as fuck. And that's by the same dude who did um. As above, so below. As above, so below. Nice. Okay, you have some. Can I switch out Poltergeist? For I got what? For Exorcist, it was my number two. I don't know. What are what are what are the votes? Should I say, I say no, man? It's been drafted. I you also know, don't like, think no. The Exorcist, someone... the Exorcist isn't a ghost movie. It's a possession movie. Same thing. No, no, no. A demon no. is not a ghost. Yep. Well, then what is it? A demon. It's a demon. That's okay, why can we name man? All right. A fallen angel, a servant of Satan. And there's a difference between ghost possession and demon possession. Yes. Yeah, because okay. another movie I was considering was Amityville Horror. Yeah, and I, I was like, take that because it's not exactly a ghost. That's a that's a weird one, right? Because there's like a ghost element and a demon element. So, right. So yeah. one of my okay. one of my ghost ones was. Um, it is absolutely one of my favorite movies ever. It was Dr. Sleep. Oh, dude. So I didn't love the movie, but I really, really loved the book. He did what he could to stay yeah. true to both the movie Shining and the book and the books. Yeah. I think there was there was no other way to make that movie than yeah. what they did. The only thing I wish it didn't happen was the whole him. Spoiler alert, him dying at the end thing like. Yeah, so I feel like we've talked about this on the show, um, but, like, they took the ending of The Shining and they moved it to, like, the end of the book, The Shining, and they moved it to the end of the movie, yeah. uh, Dr. Sleep, and further made Jack Torrance look like the villain, whereas in the book... Jack actually serves as a um, metaphor for he, addiction. Yeah, and he like does something heroic as a spirit it, right. at the end of the Doctor Sleep book. Yep, yep. Um, whereas in the movie, he's like trying to goad uh, Danny into drinking again. Yeah. So uh, the I wish I had seen the movie before I read the book. Honestly, like I feel like I would have had a. I uh, love the book. The book. I want. I, I want more. I want in that more. World? Yes. Like yeah. with with Danny and I, I forgot her name. The girl. Um, yes. yes. I need more of that. Dude, I'd like a prequel of Rose the Hat. Like I'd love to find out more about her. Yeah. Like. So would you count? Would you count that? I mean, because that has ghosts in it, right? So yeah. That would be a ghost one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's all ghosts. I I have The Shining as a ghost pick. Yeah, me too. But I also, I was torn. I was going to pick Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is a good, you also mentioned Casper in our group chat. Yeah. <laughs> so, so real quick, the Poughkeepsie tapes. 
If anyone wants to check it out, if you want to check out a real creepy fucking found footage film, it is streaming for free. Prime, Paramount, Epics, Tubi. Uh, wow. What is that? It gets Redbox. around. Redbox, DirecTV, and Pluto TV. Yeah, so we're big Tubi fans on this show. So Yeah, uh, so check out the Tubi one. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Um. There's so much good shit on Tubi. Um, it's crazy. But the other found footage stuff I had was uh, I had VHS and Fantastic uh, and uh, Wreck. Ah, I. You know what? I think did this guy do Wreck too? Uh, direct no. Paco Plaza did oh, Wreck. Maybe he did Quarantine. Maybe he did that one. Yeah. Quarantine is very unsettling. I I watched Quarantine during like the peak of COVID. Ah. <laughs> I played a zombie game during during COVID. Nice, nice. Um uh all right. So, let's see. Does anyone else have any other picks that they wanted to mention, honorable mentions? I have Candyman. That was under my ghost picks. Uh I don't know if that counts. I don't know what kind of entity Candyman is. I guess he's a ghost. You know what? He he might. I think he's known like I like known as like a slasher now, but he he's definitely he's just a horror guy. Like he's a he's a ghost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And he was a living person who died, right? And now comes back when he's called, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'd say he's a ghost. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't think. Just, Nobody nope. mentioned Saw. So before before I was we Fuck. got on tonight, I was like asking Pam, I'm like, can you think of any movies like more recent? Because all of my stuff is, you know, 80s and older, uh, except for Blair Witch. And um, she's like, oh, Saw. I'm like, I put it under a thr- uh, slasher, but I was like, I don't really know where that falls or if it works at all. Um, yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm surprised nobody talked about it, but. That's like, uh, what was the category you wanted to do, George? Psychological. Yeah, I think I think Saw kind of because he like gives people these crazy ultimatums yeah. to do this stuff, right? Right, right. I might be wrong. I don't fuck. So know. isn't it like I mean, Escape? Oh, that would be Escape, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Torture porn. So survival. So survival. <laughs> would that fall into survival? I, yeah, survival I like the first and definitely one. torture porn. First one only, then the rest of them after that. You like you set a bar and then you can't. Yeah, well, it's like you fall like there. You have it, it's tough with with any kind of sequel, right? Like you either try to do something different. It's like when a band releases a killer album, right? And then it's like you either do something different afterward, and people hate that you did something different, or you do the same thing again, and people are like, well, "You already did this." And Saw is just the same movie over and over, over and over. Yeah. And over. Well, I, again, that's when I go back to when I compared like like these production companies to record labels, right? They yeah. they want to mimic the same thing over and over and over. Right. When they don't realize like the thing that made this thing great was like it had never been done before. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. All right. Well, I I'm stoked about this. Um about these squads i think that they're very evenly matched um and i'm hoping we'll get a lot of participation uh so if you're listening please go please go vote um if i win if i win i come back 
I mean, what if you lose? You're still welcome back, you know. I don't. Why would I show my face around here? <laughs> if I lost to like you know you guys. Well, oh, oh, oh. I see how it is. I see how it is. I'm kidding. Listen, you guys, you got listen. You guys are like the top like three percent global listening. Yeah, I don't think that means anything. I when think it's like does. five million podcasts. I the top three percent are like you know. 50 or like 15,000 or something. Okay. It's yeah. more than that. That means there's 400 mil or 4 million. We're just making up now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this was fun. Sorry if I talked too much. No, dude. I love that you talked. Uh, I think the biggest struggle we have with this format is like, I want to make sure that we're talking about you know, the picks and talking about the movies. Like, I don't want to lose the actual movie talk. And I feel like we got a lot of that in this episode. So, um, yeah. Um, do you want to plug, I know we already talked about your show, but before we go, do you want to just, uh, tell people where they can find it, what it's about and shit like that? Yeah. You can, you can check, check me out, man. I'm the struggling artist on the struggling artist podcast. I talk to people in the music world and we share stories about life and, and music and I promote music for them sometimes, but mainly it's just storytelling, you know, um, check it out. You might find a new musician, new, new type of music or a new, new band or a new album you might like, you know, or, uh, you might learn something. Um, we have people who their stories range from being in recovery for so long and to being, you know, um, being in a federal penitentiary for crimes they didn't commit. Shit, man. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that episode. Yeah. So I mean, there's uh, you know, there's a, there's a wide range of of people sharing their stories on the platform. Also, you can check out the Get Punk podcast. Yes. If you're into punk music. Yeah, they're also please on the go network to, that we're all on. Is it yes. is it just me breaking up? Yeah, it's just you, George. And please go to the BostonMusicAwards.com okay. and vote for the Struggling Artist Podcast. Yes. I mean, because we're not on there, so you got to vote for the struggling artist. Right. <laughs> and then vote for all my movies, because they're better than everyone else's. Oh, shit. All right. Well, there you go. Um, Thanks for hanging out, Trev. Um, I got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I see. It's like, George might not be the only one to fall asleep on this show. Um, But uh, listen, Trev, if you're going to come back, you're going to have to be able to handle hanging out late with us. Well, I'm going to... my We'll talk. Okay, we'll talk. I love it. I love having you on. Uh, definitely come back, win or lose. We want to have you back. Um, and Zach should be back next week. Uh, he'll be very disappointed to find out that uh, his reign at the top ended abruptly by his absence. So <laughs> His own actions. Uh, there is also a huge announcement that I can't give yet. But uh, well, Then why would you fucking say anything? It's called a teaser, dumb shit. <laughs> God, what do you think? It's very exciting, though. Just wait. Just wait. Come back in two weeks, and I think we'll talk about it then. All right, George? That's a long time. I'm totally going to forget before That's I go That's all right. Sleep. So everybody else who won't forget, come back to hear that. Uh, and come back for our 1981 episode. Um, and do we have anything else? Oh, the Eclectic Podcast Network. We've already talked about that. Go check that out. Uh, it's in the post reel anyway, so we'll talk more about it there. Uh, we've given the socials. We've done all the things that need to be done. Have a happy Halloween. 
Bye. Hey, the show is over. What are you still doing here? But seriously, thank you so much for listening to The Movie Seller. We have a great time making this show, and we hope you have fun hanging out with us for just a little while during your busy life. The movie opener music on the front of the episode was created by my daughter Gracie's incredibly talented band, BPSB, which she tells me is short for Brat Pack Snail Bagels. If you want something to listen to after this, go ahead and check out one of these fine podcasts who, along with my friend Dave, have provided the intro lines to the episode. Gate Leapers, Geek Exploration, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games, The Struggling Artist, and Warlords of History. All are exceptional shows that come highly recommended. And make sure you go vote in the poll for this week's Movie Squads. And stay tuned for another new episode which will drop in two weeks from this one. Also, in other very exciting news, we are now part of the Eclective Podcast Network with other great podcasts like the Get Punk Podcast, the Struggling Artist Podcast, the Morning Buzz, and more. So go check them out at eclectivepodcastnetwork.com. We also have a link to it in our link tree, link tree slash the movie seller. Alrighty, smell you later.